Bold Proclamation Type of Minister, Evangelistic Believers Priorities, Prayer, Watchfulness, Wise Socializing Type of Spoken Ministry, Gracious Answers I think Paul assumed that the number of gifted evangelists wouldn't be great. It seems clear that he thinks the gifted evangelists can be local, like Timothy, see 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, or translocal, like himself. He seems also to have assumed that some gifted evangelists would occupy a leadership function in local churches, see Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, building up the church to be increasingly evangelistic. While evangelism is an essential gifting for all churches, it isn't a gifting given to every believer. Believers, as noted, were to pray like crazy and to conduct themselves in word and deed in such a way as to provoke unbelievers to question their beliefs and enter into an evangelistic dialogue. On this, Peter is in agreement with Paul. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. In other words, the biblical model is for leaders to 1. Identify, equip, and mobilize gifted evangelists, who then take a leadership responsibility for the church's evangelism, and 2. Inspire all believers to live questionable lives. If all believers are leading the kinds of lives that evoke questions from their friends, then opportunities for sharing faith abound, and chances for the gifted evangelists to boldly proclaim are increased. In brief, our task is to surprise the world. Some evangelists have taken me to task for teaching this biblical model. They fear I am letting people off the hook when it comes to evangelism. I have been told by more than one gifted evangelist that telling people they are not required to create opportunities for bold evangelistic proclamation means that people will never tell others about Jesus. I disagree. I think gifted evangelistic leaders bear the responsibility to equip their congregations to be able to tell others about Jesus but the opportunities for faith-sharing will emerge from questioning unbelievers. Gifted evangelistic leaders should be training their congregations to speak about Jesus conversationally when questioned about how they deal with suffering, or why they spend their vacation serving the poor, or why they've opened their home to refugees, or why they're fasting during Lent, or why they've made career choices that allow them to contribute to the greater social good. The fact is, Gifted evangelists telling the rest of us that we should behave like gifted evangelists has a debilitating effect. We look at confident, articulate, theologically trained evangelists preaching in our churches, and we hear their stories of sharing the gospel on the back of a napkin in a restaurant or a plane, and then we hear them tell us that we too can, and indeed should, do what they do, and we freeze. We know we can't do what they do. But I don't hear Paul telling his congregations to preach in the Areopagus like he did. He doesn't berate them for not creating opportunities for bold, clear proclamation. He does want them to talk about Jesus, but as we've seen, 
He assumes it should be in the context of wise socializing, prompted by the questions of others. Taking over the empire. This twofold approach literally transformed the Roman Empire. While evangelists and apologists such as Peter and Paul were proclaiming the gospel and defending its integrity in an era of polytheism and pagan superstition, hundreds of thousands of ordinary believers were infiltrating every part of society and living the kind of questionable lives that evoked curiosity about the Christian message. They surprised the empire with their unlikely lifestyle. These ordinary believers devoted themselves to sacrificial acts of kindness. They loved their enemies and forgave their persecutors. They cared for the poor and fed the hungry. In the brutality of life under Roman rule, they were the most stunningly different people anyone...